which we are continuing on in our series, Kingdom Agenda. Today we are dealing with how to live out our true identity, our true identity. We are still coming out of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 to 21. You will read it out of the New Living Translation that will come up on the screen before you. Amen. Amen. I will give some commentary on the way of reading it. And it reads as this. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ, who has accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, who has changed their heart, their direction, repented, and have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, has become a new person, a new creation. You are now a spiritual person. Listen, you are born in your spirit. Spirit. Listen, unless you're born again, you can't be spiritual. Amen. It's just a word that you're using and you don't even know what you're using. You're either dead spiritually or alive spiritually. And the only way that you come alive is Jesus is the life giver. So when you accept him, your spirit now comes alive and you are a new creation in your spirit. Don't tell somebody, I'm not a Christian, but I'm spiritual. Then you're telling me you're dead. <laughs> truth is the truth. Truth is the lie. Listen, it says, it says, the old life, the old spirit life, the old spirit that used to control you, that Satan used to lead, is gone. Somebody will give God a shout. He don't owe owe me no more. The devil don't owe me no more. His power has been broken over my life. I know some of y'all don't understand that, but we're going to deal with that today. A new life connected to God has now begun. Say that with me. A new life connected to God has now begun. Now give God a shout. All of this is a gift. We didn't work for it. We're not good enough. But we accepted it because Jesus paid for our right for it on the cross. He brought us back to himself through Christ and God has given us the responsibility, the task of reconciling other people to Him. Hallelujah. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself, no longer counting people's, no longer count our sins against us. And He gave and He have gave us this wonderful message that you can be reconciled to. No matter how bad you've been, no matter what you have done in life, that he'll take the gutter most and lift them up to the uttermost. Because that's our type of God we serve. Amen? Amen. Listen, we are, say we are. That is a state of being. That's, that's, listen, I said this morning, I said, a praise is what we do because praise is who we are. Yeah. 
Listen, when you are something, you do something. Since we are the glory and the praise of God, even when things not going good, you're going to praise him. Has nothing to do with your circumstance. I got something inside of me. When the devil hit me the hardest, I praise the loudest. Because I got praise in me because of who I am. You are. You are. That's a state of being. That has nothing to do with doing. He did it. He made you this. Turn to your name and say, walk in who you are. Live in who you are. Now give God some praise. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, just make your word clear today. Lord, let us see it like we have never seen it before. Lord, open up our eyes and our ears that we may hear what the Spirit is saying. Today, Lord, we, we take back what the devil stole from us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Today, I want to deal with the disconnect that of what the Bible says who we are and how we act. <laughs> I want to deal with the struggle of trying to live out the reality of our identity. Why God says some, some things, and, but, but our action says another thing. And, and we know we're saved. We, we, know, we, we, know, we know we got the Holy Spirit. But, but yet, there are areas in our life that we just don't seem to be able to get over the hump. Am I talking to anybody? There, there's still some attitudes and disciplines that that, that and no matter how hard we try, we seem to keep falling down, but thank God we keep getting back up. And, and listen, and listen, listen, that, uh, we, we need to understand that, that, that what God has done, he done, but we have a responsibility so that we can walk in more fullness of who we are. Listen, listen, listen. God is not going to do for you what you can do for yourself. You, you get that? Listen, well, Christ has already sat down, but, and the Holy Spirit is in us, but now we play a part in this process of walking in power, authority, in our identity, becoming what he has called us to be, that, that unless I do my part, I would never see the fulfillment of his promises in my life. <laughs> listen, listen, it was a man that was praying, and he was praying, uh, Lord, rescue me. He, he's flooded, and he's on top of his house on the roof, and, and a man comes in a boat and says, get in. He said, no, I'm waiting on God. Another man come in the canoe and said, get in. He said, no, I'm waiting on God. 
helicopter come and let that ladder say, get in. He said, no, I'm waiting on God. Well, eventually he drowns. So he's in heaven, and he said, God, you, you let me down. I was waiting on you. God said, I came, I came three times. And you refused to let me help you. How many times have God opened up a door, God stepped in, and went for lack of faith, lack of understanding, that we didn't walk in, step in, walk in what God had for us, and we wanted God to do it all. And God said, listen, I did my part. I opened up the door, but you by faith got to step in what I have done and trust me for the rest. Many of us want God to do it all and explain everything. I'm here to say today, God will not explain everything to you. And even if he would, you wouldn't understand it. All he wants you to do is take the steps he tells you to step and trust him for the outcome. Hallelujah. Listen, 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 listen. As I was dealing with this, Lord, what is the disconnect? What, what is this that I know what you're saying? I know who you say we are, but sometimes there's a disconnect between the power, the authority, and who you say we are and how we live. God took me back to the Old Testament, and he took me to the children of Israel, how they are in the promised land. And God said, I have already given it to you. I have already defeated your enemy. They already have a conviction notice. All you have to do is go fight, and I will show you and empower you how to fight. And as you place your feet on the land, it is yours. But I'm not going to do what you can do for you. I would do everything else, but you got to do your part. Did you know that not only is that true for them, that's true for us? There's giftings, there's talents, there's there's, there's, there's books, there's, there's organizations, there, there's miracles. But because we have not expanded our thinking to trust God to, to give us power in this overcoming journey, we stay, listen, safe folks, stuck. So listen, the sinner, the person that's not safe can't help where they're at. But we who, who have God, you know what? God expects us to keep on rising a little bit higher. He keep on expecting us to get a little bit closer. There ought to be one level of glory to the next level of glory to the next level. Listen, if I'm stuck, it's nobody's fault but mine. And part of it is, do I really understand the process? Watch this, watch this, watch this. Joshua says, this is Joshua chapter mm, 1563. Watch this. Joshua, the book of Joshua says this, but in the land, right in the middle of Israel, right in the middle of where they are supposed to conquer is a city called the Jebusites. Uh -huh. yes, right, right. 
in the middle is this fortified city that Israel had to live around. Now watch this. When you do your research, they would stand in their city around this fortified wall and make fun of the Israelites. They would say, even our blind and our lame folks can conquer you. We're right here and we ain't going nowhere. And there's nothing that you can do about it. You know what? Satan will speak to you. Satan will tell you that there's nothing you can do. Satan will tell you that you stuck and then you can't change. How many of you, Satan has lied to you? He keeps on talking defeat when you're trying to say victory. I, 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 listen, you know what? You got to quit listening to the enemy. I, I keep on telling you, there's some folks you need to dislodge from your life. I mean, you can love them, but, but hold on. When you're fighting for something, when you're trying to move to the next level, you can't take everybody with you. Some folks are just for a season. There's some folks that, that, that they're cool here, but, but when God moved me, I can't make them move with me. So guess what? That's going to create a distance between me and them because where I was, I'm not there no more. And since they're not coming with me, I, I love you. I'm praying for you. But I'm not down with you like I used to because I don't think that way. Yeah. I, God has elevated my thinking. Now, you can come with me, but if you don't, I got to move. Don't mean I don't love you. It means that I got to answer the call of God. Listen, that can be family. That can be childhood friends. You know God is always changing things on us. And the higher he takes you, he's going to take you to places that doesn't feel comfortable. Change is not comfortable. Change is not comfortable. Why? Because I got to learn how to act differently. I got to learn how to think differently. I got to learn. Listen, listen, listen. But if I'm going to get to and walk in, what God has, if you're going to walk in, then, then, then you got to let God teach you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, the reason why the Jebusites were so, is that, is that the walls was big. That they had, this, they had this, this spring that sprung up on the outside, and they dug this tunnel through limestone underground that carried the water inside their city. So I said, so they never needed to leave the city. Everything they had was inside the city. They had gardens. They had, they had, they had was growing stuff. They had livestock. They were self-sufficient. They had a stream of water that was supplying life to their living. Listen, you know what you got to do? You got to cut off that thinking. Amen. It's up. Some of us have embraced the cuckoo bird. <laughs> I just want a little bit of it. 
If I can have a little bit of it, I need a little bit of it. Wait a minute. The cuckoo bird doesn't come to just stay for a little bit. It comes to take over. Y'all saw it last week, how it pushed out the eggs, it pushed out the baby birds. If it can't push it out, it would starve it to death. The Satan thinking will starve out your gifting. Satan's thinking will starve out what God has for you. And you can't walk in what God has for you. Watch this, watch this, let's, let's, let's go here. Uh, 2 Corinthians 10 and 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. It doesn't matter which uh, version you got it out of. I think I gave you two versions. It says, for though we walk, live in the flesh, we are not carrying on our warfare according. Listen, the battle you facing is not physical, it's spiritual. Amen. Where Satan is attacking us is in our thinking, and our own thinking is hindering us. Now watch this. He says that is spiritual battle because wrong thoughts will produce wrong actions, wrong fruit. Let me go. Using, he says, but, but, but our warfare, according to the flesh, using mere human weapon. He said, listen, you can't fight this on your own. That's why, that's why if somebody trying to take you there, you going there, don't make you win. You, 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 you just lowered yourself to their level and you have moved yourself out of position and if you think you can take care of it, God will back up and say, take care of it. Listen, God can fight your battles better than you can. Let me say that again. God can fight your battles far better than you can. Hallelujah. God will get sick and tired of folks messing with you, and God will move people out the way if he has to. God, 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 God will turn a, a company upside down, inside out, for your name's sake. God will do some things that you have to say, Lord, for me, but you got to trust God. I got, I got something. This is polluted water, and this represents our polluted thinking. What's what it says. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God. They are spiritual to throw down destruction of strongholds. Strongholds is when I have allowed, you have allowed something to cloud my thinking. <laughs> when I'm believing something that I shouldn't believe. Now watch this. Hey. Not so bad. When you indulge in something that you shouldn't indulge in, even in the thinking, after a while, what you would reject and the Spirit told you to let it go, you begin to Justin, come here, man. Come, 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 come. 
Why? Because, watch this, because there's no fun partying by myself. I might as well get somebody else to party with me. You better be careful who you running with. Because they will get you to indulge what they indulge with. And even though I'm drinking damage to myself, at the time, listen, listen, every sip I take is a seed, and I'm watering the seed. Because where you start is not where you're going to finish. Young people, all saying what you do is take a sip. The problem is that one sip will make you feel like it's not that bad. It's kind of fun. The problem is you don't know where it leads to. This seed is going to grow and manifest itself, something in your life. That's, so listen, Satan is not trying to destroy you now. He's going to wait 20 years down the line to destroy you. See, because he want to make sure when you got influence, you still messed up. He, want, he, want, he wants to mess up your children before you have them. So he don't start with you when you got children. He start with you when you are a child. Some of us, the reason why we do the same thing, the things we do, because mama did it. Daddy did it. There's some leaping demons that leap from one generation to the next generation because we follow the pattern that they set and we picked up, hated daddy, but daddy was an alcoholic now. I'm... Hated the way mama treated me, but now I'm doing the same thing to my... Why? Because we... Listen, he says, but I've given you power to overthrow any stronghold the devil has set up in your life. I don't care where it came from. I don't care what started it. You don't have to stay there. You don't have to keep drinking the, the, the polluted stuff. Listen, he said, he said, I got more for you than what you drinking. So why you going to keep believing the lie? That's not who I made you to be. That's not what I called you to do. Why are you going to keep? You know, one of the problems is, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that, that, that God process means that, that he won't do it right away. But God's process is that he's preparing for maximum. Okay. Okay, let's, 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 go, let's go to our farm. Now, mother hen just, just, just laid four eggs. Uh-huh. And she's sitting on the eggs. Yes, sir. Okay? Now, I just got mother hen and rooster, so, so I know she's hatching eggs. Now, I go out there the next day, and the baby chicks is bigger than mama. Uh-huh. Would you eat those chickens? Overnight, they're bigger than mama. They're bigger than daddy. Would you eat those chickens? 
the reason why you wouldn't eat those chickens because you recognize there's something wrong because they didn't follow the normal source of the process. You would think something's wrong somewhere. So, so why do we let Satan shortcut the process and try to get us stuff overnight don't you think that there's something wrong with the process and that it's really destruction? So why, why, why is it that we want things right now that if we just wait on God, his is a real blessing, his is the real thing. If you wait on him and trust him, because by faith we wait, we know that God's up to something. And when God gets finished with it, it would be good to us and it would good be for us. Am I, am I making sense? Yeah. Am I here? No, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this. In my thinking, even though I'm saved, my thinking is still polluted. My spirit is clean. But the problem is, is in my thinking. And if I keep on drinking from the polluted waters of my thinking, the more I drink, the deeper I go. My question is, what are you drinking? What are you feeding yourself? What are you feeding your mind? What are you feeding your thinking? Because the more, listen, listen, I guarantee you that whatever you're indulging in is not going to stay where it's at. They, Satan's agenda is he will take you where you don't want to go. Oh, yes, it will cost you more than you want to pay. And he'll keep you longer than you want to stay. I remember this new commercial. Guy's buying a pack of cigarettes and he don't have enough money. And the, and the man behind the, at the counter get him a pair of pliers. And he takes the pliers and begin to pull out his teeth. What they're showing is what this pack will lead to. The end result, the cost. The cost. You're paying a few dollars now, but it costs you. This young girl comes in, buy a pack of cigarettes, and she don't have enough money. So, and, 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 it's a, and, and she began to pull off the layers of her skin. Because what they're saying is, is that this is going to cost you later. You think you're enjoying it now. But later on, did, did you know that Satan, well, he, he'll, he'll, he'll make you, he'll make you enjoy it now. He'll let you enjoy it now, but, but it's going to cost you something. There's a cost later on, and the cost of it is more than what you're willing to pay. What, what do I do if I'm here? Well, let's, 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 let's go on. It says, it says let's, let's move on. He says, next verse. They're slower than me. Next. There we go. Inasmuch as we, listen, inasmuch we fruit, rebuke, reject any arguments, theory, reasoning, every prowl, and lawful thing that set itself up against the truth. 
God's truth, God's word, God's way, the knowledge here. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, say, let me show you something. In the Bible, in the first book of John, John begins to introduce a concept that is really different than any other book of the Bible. Yes, it's used, but not as frequently as it's used in 1 John. John begins to use a word called antichrist. Let me step into this a little bit. When John writes of antichrist, he's not referring at this time as a person. But he referred as the spirit of Antichrist, and he said it's already in the world. Let me explain. Explain. Antichrist means anything that is anti against who set itself up as opposite as Christ. He says it's Antichrist, and what it is is the spirit of Satan. Yes, sir. Satan in the garden set up an anti-anything God, and Adam and Eve took part of it. So there is a dual kingdom that we are living in, in a spiritual kingdom. We are of the world, but we are in the world, but we're not of the world, which means that the spiritual kingdom that we live in is a, shouldn't be the kingdom we take part of. So watch this. Whenever God has truth, Satan will come to tell you something different. Some of you right now in your mind, Satan is telling you, I don't know what the H-E-L-L I'm talking about. And some of y'all is agreeing with him. And this verse says here that God has given us the power to refute the enemy's lies so we can catch hold to the truth. See, until you fill yourself with truth, you're going to be a scapegoat for the lie. Until you identify the lie, you will walk in it and it will hinder you from becoming what God has for you. Listen, 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 listen. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. This glass was just as polluted as this glass. It was. Guess what? I didn't pour out the contamination. But I got this glass clear of the pollution. You know how I did it? Though it was polluted, I put it under the faucet and kept running clear water in it until the clear water began to dissipate the polluted water. It was just as polluted as this water. But that glass, I poured in something good. I poured in water that wasn't polluted. And the more I poured in, the more the color of the water in the glass began to change. It's a natural process that if you pour in good, the bad thinking got to come up. 
see, 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 the question is not whether you're polluted or not. All of us got some pollution. Because you haven't been saved all your life. All of us been through some mess. All of us been hurt and, and talked about. All of us participated in sin. But I came to say, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you don't have to stay polluted. God has done something. God has given you the spirit of God. Now your thinking got to agree with what's in your spirit. Listen. This is the spirit. This is your thinking. When the two agree with one another, power. But if I take my born-again spirit and hook it up with my polluted thinking, the word says that a man is what he thinks. Instead of being who he is, he's going to do what he thinks. Now, notice I got Christ in me, born-again spirit, got power, got gifting, the problem is my thinking is polluted. That's the stronghold. That's the part why I can't get over. Watch this. The righteous man. Listen, he's already righteous before he falls. But it says, though he's righteous, his thinking may he fall. But if, you're, but if you know him, the spirit in you won't keep you down. You go to get back up. Listen, 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 listen. Let me move this over here. And this is my drinking water, so I'll take that back. I think it's my drinking water. I don't know. Listen, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. When David became king over Israel, now watch this. When he became 15, my friend, I'm going to go back. When he killed Goliath and cut off Goliath's head, he put it in the front of the gate of the Jebusites. You know what he did? He's saying, I conquered this giant. I know I'm anointed king. And when I become king, I'm going to tear your kingdom down. Uh, Y'all don't hear me. Somebody don't hear me. Somebody don't hear me. Listen, listen. You ought to look at your giants in your life. You ought to say, oh, right now, I may not. But I'm telling you, I'm girding up myself. I'm girding up myself in my past victories. And I'm coming back. And I'm going to tear your kingdom down. Oh, oh, you may win today, but tomorrow may be my victory because I'm not going to quit fighting until I overcome you. Somebody need to operate in faith. Don't work by your experience. Get the word of God so in you. Listen, 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 listen. So, I'm here. I got to quit looking here. And you keep on looking at what you're struggling with. You will always struggle. If you keep on feeding what you're struggling with, 
You got to keep on struggling. You need to make up your mind. This is not who I am. This is not how I want to think. This is not how I want to be. God has called me to be higher than this. This is chicken stuff. I'm not a chicken. I'm an eagle. I may not know how to fly yet, but I'm looking in the right direction. I know it's talking to me. Speak to the hand, because my head is not listening. I'm getting some word in me. I'm getting in his presence. I'm praising him, not in day. Now, now notice, I haven't moved yet. But I'm looking. Listen, until you can see yourself walking in victory, you can't walk in victory. Until you change your thinking. Listen, if Satan got, many of us, we are allowing the devil to, to beat us in our thinking. It's how we think about ourselves that is destroying our present and our future. Listen to the children of Israel. We can't beat them. We are grasshoppers in our own eyes. You know what they didn't know? This is what they didn't know. They heard about what their God did to the Egyptians. They was terrified. They were saying the people of God is coming and we in trouble. They are saying we going to act like we're not afraid, but we are afraid. Listen, God has already rejected us. Did you hear what he did to fail and the most powerful people in the world? We don't stand a chance. Now we're shaking in our boots, but men up. Act like you're not afraid. Now listen, all they had to do was go take it. But guess what? Their thinking was still polluted. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's it. Where has God already given you the victory, but you don't believe it? Where is it God is waiting on you to step through, but you're not stepping into it? What is it that God said, just trust me and watch me do it? God is trying to get us to the next level. But watch this. It starts with the next thought. Yes, Watch me. Watch me. I'm looking in the right direction. And I, and I, I, oh, 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 I forgot. I done got used to this. So now I'm craving this. That's why you can come to church and not receive anything. Because I'm preaching that and you craving this. What have you form an appetite for? Because unless you form an appetite for spiritual things, you can desire fleshly things. And when spiritual things are coming your way, you don't even get it. You don't even want it. It's, the Holy Spirit is right there. You can reach up and get it. But because you're so used to sipping, Listen, if you eat junk all the time, all you want is more junk. Yeah. 
and somebody can lay out a bouquet for your banquet and you go get some. Someone can every, have everything laid out and you go get some. We come to church and many people want some. You, you would crave whatever you have allowed to, 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 to that you've been sipping on. That would be what you want. I need to change my desire. Listen, listen, the way I cut it off is to quit looking at it. The way, the way you cut it off is quit sipping on it. You can't keep on sipping and think God's going to bless you. To, listen, I may fall, but I'm looking in the right direction. As long as I say, and if I look, I'm leaning, and I... Oh, this is pretty good. I like this. Oh. Now watch this, what's that? The more I step towards it, the less I want that. The more I look at it, the more I see the beauty of that and the ugly of that. Listen, all I did was turn my direction in the word of God, towards the word of God, in prayer. I'm praising him more. When before I was feeding that, but now I'm feeding my spirit more than I'm feeding the flesh. So now my spirit is getting stronger. Listen, I'm pressing. Is there anybody else pressing? Is anybody, listen, you got to forget the stuff of your past. Got to forgive it. Got to let it go. And say, Lord got something for me. Watch this, watch this. When David became king and, and the Jebusites was there, he said, is there anybody that can conquer them? He said, go to the water tunnel. I've been there. We saw where the spring was coming up. We saw the tunnel that the spring went through. Matter of fact, we went through this tunnel. It was about a half mile. Y'all gonna go through the tunnel. I hope you're not claustrophobic. Because <laughs> if you're claustrophobic, you don't, you can't take it. Because it's you, 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 it's, 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 it's chiseled. And the thing is, watch this. When we came up out of it, we was right in the middle of Jerusalem. You know what he did? This is what he did. That which was the kingdom of the Jebusites. David didn't tear, tear down the fortress. He, he, he set Jesus as king of the fortress. Listen, it became Jerusalem. You know what the Lord is saying? The very thing that held you bondage was the very thing I was used to bless you. The very thing that you couldn't let go of is the very thing I'm going to rise up and give you a testimony. There's some of you, you ashamed of your past. Don't be ashamed of where you came from. Tell them God is the one that delivered you from it. Use it as your testimony. Tell somebody, this is what I used to do. This is what I used to be. But God been faithful to me. Brother, you, 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 you sell, you use. Well, let me tell you my story. Let me tell you how the Lord came into my life. 
I use, I can't look down on you because you are me. 30 years ago, you was me. But I met somebody that brought me a mighty long way. And the same God that delivered me is the same God that would deliver you. Now, walk with me. Because I could tell you how to navigate. I could show you the pitfalls. I could tell you, don't step there. I could tell you, don't talk to them. I could tell you, do this, do that, and do this. Because what you going through, I've been there. So I'm not going to talk about you. I'm going to connect with you. And I'm going to show you how he did it for me. Because the same God that did it for me will do it for you. Is there anybody in the house got a testimony that he turned your ashes into beauty? He is Lord. He is King. He is God. He is excellent. He is marvelous all the time, not just sometimes. Listen. That's why he My brothers and sisters, we are somewhere between there and there. Let me show you the difference between someone who knows the Lord. Ah, got you. I forgot. Give me the light. (laughs) Isaiah tells us, 43 says, that he created us for his glory. He wants to shine through you. Y'all see that? You see what's happening? Yeah, look at that light on the wall. Y'all see that? I'm coming your way. Y'all see what's happening through the crystal Y'all see, y'all see that light that is, and then turn, turn off some lights in here. Turn off some lights.